Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Pretty bad luck over the years. I think I've seen two winning games since my freshman year of college, which was 2016. Um, And while I was in college, the first five games I went to, I witnessed six shorthanded goals. Wow. Which I feel like is pretty hard to do. That's got to be a record. I don't think it's... It's up there. I don't have a chart on that. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't Lancey has the data on that one, but I feel like that's got to be a record. (laughs) I feel like Lancey could write it in as the record and no one would be able to credit it. All right, everybody, welcome in. What's brewing? Welcome to the Bruce Birds Podcast. My name is Cam Hasbro. We are short a Drew and a Chris today, but don't worry. We've got a double upgrade. Sean Rajat and Nick Lanciani coming out of the pod. Uh, Lancey, good to see you, buddy. Sean, you too. Uh, a little bit less so after, you know, we, you just revealed to me that it's been two straight uh, home losses for the Bruins and you've been in the building. We're going to get to that in a second. but uh, You just hate Sean now. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I don't want to say it's like actively turning me against you, but you know, it's it's we're getting there. I'm just I'm a little concerned about you being there for the playoffs is the only thing. So oh, like, no, he's got got ideas. Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the greater the greater good, but yes. Uh let, let's do some beers here. Uh Lancey, I see you sipping on a little something there. It looks interesting. So you wanna you wanna start us off tonight? I'm pretty sure I had a Sam Winter Lager last time I was on, and I have one left in the fridge now. So I'm just mm-hmm. trying to finish these up before summer gets here. Yeah, that would. I don't know if you can drink those in the summer. Just you really can't, like, physically or I don't know, legally. I but. mean, you know, besides the fact that it's been like 70, 80, 60, 80, like every other day here, it's been already basically summer, except today it was in the 50s. So that's nice. It's seasonal. Seasonal. It was, oh, I think it touched 50s here in Maine today, too. So, well, you know, what's it? People move south to get warmer, and how's it really working for them? You know? <laughs> But, Pretty uh, great, actually. If you're if you're asking, no. yes, no, it is. I know. I have a buddy uh, who is actually not too far from me. He's been golfing for like a while now, and I'm gonna hopefully get out to my first round of the of the year this week. And it's gonna be gross. <laughs> we probably playing in mud, but the way she goes, I'm gonna assume 37s all around, Lancy. Of course, 37s all around. Wonderful. Uh, we we love winter lager, and we only get to drink it so many months a year, unless you're yeah. me, in which case you have like one in the fridge until next year. Yeah, those things are hefty. I feel like that's a very one in the fridge kind of beer. Like, I feel like with a couple times that I bought the variety packs that have those, it stays in there a while because it's, it's a bit of a commitment. So I respect you doing them in the pod tonight. It's good. I mean, it's it's only five point six percent alcohol. It's yeah, not it's that just much of a commitment. I feel like just the taste is <laughs> it's very bitter. Eh. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm mixing it up with another one of their beers. What's the other one? That they do in if the you're winter. thinking of the the uh, Jacko Pumpkin Ale or whatever it's called, no, God no. I think that, oh no, they don't they have a holiday something. Oh yeah, they have they a, holiday a bunch one. of things now. The other winter one that's like pretty... the cold snap. That one's that one's pretty easy. That one's more of like a crispier guy, right? But it's a little more crispy. It's still pretty heavy though. Yeah. What do I know? Charles Sam just tastes the same to me. 
you got uh you got a beer over there buddy i know you do it we were trying to figure out what it was for the pod <laughs> so. yeah i know we did some you know research pre-pod but i have a cisco brewers which is apparently from nantucket uh gray lady wheat ale so this is my first time trying any beer from these guys um find their locations here while you do that yeah it's actually pretty light for a wheat beer uh overall um taste wise i'm gonna go 21 it's beauty pretty decent not too bad uh drinkability actually pretty high i was not expecting it to be this high i'm gonna go brandon carlo i'm gonna give it a 25 get the goal horn going by yes <laughs> the trains <laughs> swings by uh brandon carlo respectable always trustworthy unless you're asking some people but you know definitely <laughs> what do they uh, know i got a nice wheat beer over here as well uh going classic with a blue moon today um i, I don't know if you have like try blue moon i'm not going to tell you what it tastes like it's everywhere so i just had a wheat beer myself uh what was it last week i was at the ballpark and afterwards mm. i stopped by a burger place and i was like oh what do you recommend and they're like we have this thing called biscuit and i was like biscuit huh oh all right i like that and uh Shout out to wherever that brewery is because I don't remember anything about it. But I like beers can... named after food, like uh, Main Beer Company, whose T-shirt I'm wearing right now. Shout out to Main Beer Company and Freeport. Uh, they do lunch. It's like their premier IPA, and oh, it's a good good name for a beer and a really good beer as well. But that's a great beer. Yeah, mm. Mm. lunch is easily substitutable. Yes. Uh, also, shouts to uh, the Peeper. It's my other favorite one there. But um, Blue Moon, yeah. Drinkability. Do you drink it once in a blue moon? Drinkability, like, not that. You probably wouldn't want to chug these. They're pretty weedy. So, like, 20. Drinkability is 20. Tasteability, pretty high. Say a 31. Pretty good for a mass-produced beer. But, you, you know, you know what you're getting into, so. Uh, speaking of knowing what you're getting into, <laughs> Sean, <laughs> let's talk about this, buddy. We're going to have a little group therapy session. Um, so let's just walk through your history because yesterday was admittedly one of the most pitiful Bruins games that I've watched in a while. They didn't play terribly. Like they were getting shots and stuff, but they didn't seem to have the snarl that they they normally have uh, or at least that they had throughout that win streak. And I was thinking of you because I was like, wow, this is – I like halfway through the second period, I was like, we're fine. Third period, I was like down one nothing. Maybe we should check the line line, the live line, except I'm you know here in Maine. So, but you know, I'd go to DraftKings, which you'll hear about later, because I'm like the Bruins are going to score. There's no way we're not scoring against Nashville. And then like halfway through the period, I was like, oh man, yeah. Because every time I'm at a hockey game and my team is losing, I learned this in RPI game show, and this won't be a surprise. When the team is losing and you're getting shut out, there's a point in the game where you switch from, okay, I hope we win to, all right, I just want to see a goal. Because, like, if I come here, I don't see a goal. And that switch happened for me about 10 minutes in the third period last night. Same Uh, same thing. And so I'm I'm curious, like, can you walk through your your history of Bruins games this year so that the good people uh, listening through their their pods over here know how you had to go through? (laughs) Uh, For sure. So this year – this year, actually, I think, as we were talking about a little before the pod, technically I have a 500 record if you count the Winter Classic. Um, I was at the Blues game. Uh, I was at the Winter Classic. And then the last two have been really bad. And honestly, reverting to my old luck, <laughs> which I'll get to in a second. But, yeah, it was the Kraken game 
which as everybody knows, they got, not only did they get shut out, which sucks to go to as a fan, but that was their first regulation home loss of the year. So double thumbs down for that. And then last night's game. So pretty cold streak for me lately. I have seen zero goals and you might be saying, well, they scored one last night. Well, I was halfway down the garden stairs by the time that goal was scored because, you know, game was over and yeah. I just wanted to, you know, get out of there on time. Um, the hockey guys just wanted to taunt you a little bit. Yes. Just like I said, I, we, we, me and my buddy, we were at the game and we were walking down the stairs and we hear the goal horn go off and we're like, dude, you've got to be kidding me. Like, come on. We, we're already like leaving the building and, you know, just to rub it in, they score a meaningless goal. So that was fun. Um, I, can we pause for just one second there? Cause yeah. I want to bring in the expert in the situation here, Lancey. I'm just imagining, like, if I'm operating the audio at the arena and I watch that David Posternock goal with, at, I mean, once they review the time, there's a second and a half left or whatever, but the game's essentially over and your team just lost to a team that they should not. Like, is it just a little harder to, like, hit that button and be like, ah, man, this feels wrong. But, like, even Posternock, they're not going down the line. They just line back up the face off to leaves. Well, you know, it's great when you mentioned that you're like, oh, when you're at a game, they're losing, and, you know, you're just like, just score one goal. Sometimes, honestly, when you work a game like that, you're like, don't even score. You guys don't deserve to score tonight. Just don't <laughs> score a goal. Just get shut out. Make it easy. So that's one of those moments where you're like, all right, I guess. And pasta, you, you do your thing. You're the guy that showed up. But, like, everyone else, you don't get a goal. <laughs> Tough go. Tough go. But, Sean, yeah. back to you, buddy. Yeah, no. Uh, and then just – previously before that um pretty bad luck over the years i think i've seen two winning games since my freshman year of college which was 2016 um and while i was in college the first five games i went to i witnessed six shorthanded goals which i feel like is pretty hard to do that's gotta be a record i don't think it's it's up there. Truck I don't have a chart there, on that. But... Yeah. I'm like, not even Lancey has the back. date on that one, but I feel like yeah. that's got to be a record. <laughs> I, I feel like Lancey could write it in as the record and no one would be able to credibly argue otherwise. Like, no. I want to go back and just check, like, how many shorthanded goals they gave up that year. Um, and in general, do a little research on it. But, yeah, you know, it was not fun. I, the <laughs> worst like somehow was... fewer than the many you, how many you saw there. Yes. <laughs> not to brag, but I was at the game where the Bruins scored three shorthanded goals in a minute. So we'll see. You took all, you took all the short. We we cancel each other out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the the worst was, I think they played the Rangers and they got scored on twice shorthanded. If you know, you could do a little math there and be like, well, that's a lot of goals in less games. (laughs) Yeah. Is that the Lafreniere game? I believe if it was like 20. It would have been like 2020, 2021, something like that. So it was before that. Yeah. This was like 2017. I want to say. So the uh, who's on the team so, at the time? Sean's <laughs> seen more shorthanded goals scored against the Bruins than he has goals scored by the Bruins as yeah, the right. Right, <laughs> right now, which is tough. But goal differential is astounding. I do want to. I do want to put on our little investigation cap here for a sec. And like, is oh, it boy. is it a Sean problem or is it like uh, now? Presumably, in 2017, you weren't crushing beers. But what do you remember? What you were drinking in each of the games this year? Because maybe did you make a switch at the Winter Classic that afterward, like? 
he started drinking Bud Light instead of Miller, and now you're you that's know? like or <laughs> that's the kind I'm of trying right to there. find you an out here. So like, if you score tickets to a playoff game, we can let you go. But right now, I'm not even right. Yeah, no, I haven't seen any pattern. I've switched up the beers quite a bit, especially wow. during the Winter Classic. There were multiple different beers consumed that day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, no patterns that I've been able to find. Even like jerseys, I've been wearing. You know, I've been I've been really trying to keep tabs on it just to get some good luck coming my way. Um, you know, and I thought maybe, you know, the winter classic, that was the first time I wore a winter classic Jersey or like that winter classic Jersey. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll wear it to the next game. And that was the Seattle game. So I haven't found a pattern. Unfortunately, I think I should just stay out of TD garden for the time being, at least out of Bruins games. My thought is like next season have at it, but like, you know, this is, this, <laughs> this is a special year right now. And we got to, we got to make it a community. Yeah. Oh we yeah. Gotta- I'm not going back. Like I said, too expensive for my blood for yeah. the playoffs. <laughs> Amen. A couple of quick pieces of notes. Bruins signed Trevor Kuntar, uh, left winger from Boston College. Uh, he's played there for, I think, three years. Pull up the stats here. There we go. Yeah, three years. Uh, coming off 29 points in 34 games this year. BC was not terribly good, but um, I've seen him play a couple times. He's a big boy. Uh, I think he's like – I think he's not, he's not huge. I think he's like six foot, but he's got a pretty big frame. Um, very like big, bad Bruins hockey thing in the corners, power forward. Um, I don't want to quite say like a Milan Lucic vibe, but he does have a really good shot as well. Um, Didn't we'll see. I don't think ever have a really good shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. That's kind of what he, I he was a 30 goal scorer one time, which is great. But yeah, yeah. But was that because of his shot or is that because of other things? <laughs> Makes the fellow wonder. I plead the fifth. Yeah. Regardless. I mean, the last game of the regular season, do you think they're going to play all the NHL guys? That's true, yeah. They'll probably bring them up. Because um, it, it, it all can just depends upon, like, oh, are they going for the NHL record for wins in a regular season? Or are they just like, we have bigger things in mind? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, although as they showed the other night, they can apparently rest people and still win. So <laughs> just not when Sean's in the building. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> I just have to be on the road with the team. Mm-hmm. All right, a quick pause from the fun for a reminder that the Bruise and Bruins podcast is sponsored by DraftKings. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See channels for details. Uh, I do want to talk playoff matchups. Based on what we're seeing right now, uh, you know, not much is going to change, I don't think. The wildcard race is still interesting, but at least uh, in the divisional matchups we have a pretty good idea i figured we'd do a quick run through of the um matchups right now and, and do a little prediction <clears throat> which because you know that that's that's always a good idea that <laughs> makes you look bad but right now as it stands bruins play the penguins i'm assuming we're all going to take the bruins there but feel free to shock me i mean you never know tristan jari might just steal a couple of games yeah if he even plays if yeah. Oh, right. right. That's uh, I think the Smiths are starting right now. 
Yeah, we're gonna get the. Do uh, they even have a starter? Is a better question. I'll take. I'll take Casey the Smith in goal. Please give mm. me that. If I'm the Bruins, absolutely. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that offense. Oh, uh, we'll get the other conflict of interest out of the way: the Canes and the Islanders. I genuinely would be surprised to see the Islanders hang around in that series, but. Um, once again, feel free to surprise me. Sean, do you have any other thoughts on it? Uh, I think we know where Lance is going to go as he wears the, the Hartford Whalers jersey. Rip. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, obviously you you got to think Kane's come out on top with that one. The The only hope the Isles have is they play such a boring brand of hockey. It's just lulling them to sleep mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of grinding out games. But the, the cans are way too good to kind of fall into that trap, I think. I yeah, mean, Sebastian Ajo exists. Yeah, <laughs> for both teams, but the cooler <laughs> one is better. Yes. Um, this is an interesting one, and it's the one that's been decided for so fucking long. Leafs Lightning. Do you think? I mean, it's the 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 Leafs that are always you know this is going to be their year versus the team that's actually had it be their year for a while now. You know what? Last year, I was like, Leafs are going to win for once. Just the first round, they'll get out of it finally. And then they didn't. So this year, I'm going to go the complete opposite and be like, they're not going to do it. They're going to get swept. And watch, they'll go on to win the cup and everyone will be mad at me or, you know, being like, in your face. And I'm like, hey, credit me. Because every time I try to believe in you, every time I just try to give you a hint of doubt, where it's like, you know what? This could be the year. Not the year that they won the cup, but they got out of the first round, which would be like winning the cup to them. Um, I don't see it this year. Yeah. No, I just I see either. something. I mean, a lot of people last night were like, oh, the Lightning are reminding everyone that they're the Tampa Bay Lightning with the 4 nothing win over Carolina. But I don't think it's so much that as it is the fact that they're still the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like They, they don't have to play 82 games in the regular season when they know that the real season starts now. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have Andre Vasilevsky and Toronto yeah. has Ilya Samsonov and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Matt Murray. So, not yeah, not was, feeling it. That was going to be my point of like, give me Vazzy over whoever's going to be in that for Toronto. Um, as long as that series goes seven games and they beat the crap out of each other, I don't particularly care. It'd be cool yeah. if the Bruins were to you know face the Leafs in round two to have that and that rivalry and you know. Bruins match up better with the Lightning. Let's they be do. Real here. They do. Like if I were to pick a team, I'd rather have the Lightning, to be honest. But we'll see how that goes. It would also were kind of in uncharted waters of like, oh man, playing the Leafs after they won a series. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we haven't been there. Uh, Devils, Rangers. I, I think the Devils are clearly the better team throughout the course of the season, but the Rangers have. Igor Shosturkin, kind of back to the Bachelors game. I know Shosturkin is not having his best season. I think he's down to a, let's see, nine fourteen, which is a twenty point drop from his best trophy season last year, but way still above pretty the good. Average. Yeah, uh, especially this for a year like this, uh, where scoring has been up. And yeah, I mean, the Devils are very good, but all it takes in the playoffs is a hot goalie, and uh, they certainly have a goalie who's capable of getting hot. So, what do you? Uh, what's your? What's your gut reaction? Tell you, I guess that's kind of what we're doing here. Is just gut feels. That's a that's a lot tougher than mm-hmm. in some of these other series. I don't know. Like the Devils have just been so good all year. 
it's just that inexperience, right? That, yeah. It, and the unknowns of even their goaltending. There's a lot of question marks there. But then again, you have Timo Meyer and Jack Hughes on that team, and they could put up a ton of goals. Yeah. So I think that's going to come down to the wire. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of see the Devils doing it. Rangers My- fans, your gut feels you might want to get some probiotics. Yeah. <laughs> Devils fans, I mean, if if they somehow lose in the first round, you can't be too disappointed. A lot of them are like, oh, we're just simply happy to be here after not making the playoffs since, you know, 2018 and not having a 100-point season since 2012. You know, it's kind of like this is this is progress. This is the progress you wanted to see either a year or two ago, but you're here now. Keep building off of it. Um, but if they go to the second round, I mean, that'd be great if they fall out in the second round. That's still a pretty great season for where they were to where they are now. So it's a toss-up. My gut tells me the Rangers, but I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if, uh, again, I, I do think the Devils are the better team, but something about that matchup just, hmm, I don't know. I don't see the Rangers going as far as it did last year. No. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, if, if Shesterkin puts up numbers like last season, you know, they'll, they'll advance. But if he keeps kind of playing the way he is this season, I don't know. I, I think a lot of the run last season was Shesterkin. Um, That's true, too, yeah. Although, I mean, yeah, they added Tarasenko and Kane, but um, yeah, I don't Tarasenko know. Like more than Kane. Right. Yeah. The um, chemistry with Panarin shows, and then Patrick Kane is just Patrick Kane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still taking the Devils, but that might just be the hate that I have for the Rangers, I guess. <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> I get that. Somebody uh, was a Marty Broder fan. <laughs> Somebody grew up in upstate New York with too many fucking Rangers fans. <laughs> yeah, go Sabres. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, sure. <laughs> why not? It's why? like, yeah. Like, Ryan Miller? Uh, yeah, really. Watch out. We already talked about Milan Lucic and trains earlier on this podcast. So. Uh, That's why I referenced it. <laughs> uh, the Golden Knights and the Jets. Uh, good old Butch Cassidy out west. I turned on the TV the other day and I was watching them and like, I like, you know, had it in the background and they like mentioned his name, obviously on the broadcast. And then I was like, part of me was like, wait, what the Bruins? And then I was like, oh, right. I forgot about that whole, <laughs> that whole thing that's happened. The month of um, June happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Knights, Knights, Jets, I think uh, have no reason not to believe in, in Bruce Cassidy's boys for that one. I don't think, you know, Winnipeg has anything too <laughs> scary, but any uh any yeah, contrary views? That that honestly could be a series that comes down to goaltending. Um Hellebuck has been quietly fantastic, I think, most of this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of people completely. Yeah, I mean, he honestly, if it wasn't for Old Mark, probably would win the Vesna, if I'm being honest. Um he could steal a series. Winnipeg's also kind of flown under the radar, pun intended. Um <laughs> They, they're they're pretty good this year. Kyle Connor having another great year. Um, Josh Morrissey also another like could be Norris candidate. Um, th- I I could see Winnipeg kind of upsetting there. I think it honestly comes down to goaltending. Like I said, if Quick is serviceable, you know the Knights are just so good. Um, I don't see them losing. But like I said, I think there's a lot of sneaky good pieces on that Winnipeg team that could push them over the edge. Is Connor Hellebuck the new Jonathan Quick? That's what this series will answer. 
Because Hellebuck, if he can steal a series, I mean, Quick was in his prime a great playoff goaltender. Oh yeah. And sometimes goalies are just like that. They'll they'll do well in the regular season, or they'll have a an average season, but then they just they know how to steal games. And uh, it's not like oh Tuka couldn't do that. No, it's it's more like there's just some goalies that they elevate their play. And Tuka still did that, by the way. But like, it's exceptionally noticeable with Jonathan Quick because 2018, the most recent example. Not that great in the 17-18 season. And then, yes, they lost to the Golden Knights in four games, but like the average goals against was one and a half. <laughs> so, pretty good. It, it wasn't Jonathan Quick that lost that series. Yeah. Um, I guess we're rapid fire because I'm realizing we're running out of time. Uh, Wild Kraken. Go Seattle. Yeah. I, I just want the chaos of Seattle upstaging Minnesota, because everyone's like, oh, the Wild, they're actually a good team. And then there's a lot of people who are like, ah, Minnesota sports, they can't win anything. <laughs> I just want to see what, the, what gives? the Kraken um, tame the Wild and, yeah. and do their thing. I could see it. I mean, Seattle's I like been the whole team. It's just every time we go into playoffs, it's the hot teams at the end of the season that typically mm-hmm. do well. And Minnesota is scorching hot right now, yeah. even without some of their top players. So. I don't know. I think that's going to be. It's a forest fire. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's going to be one of the wildfires. There you go. Now there's a term. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I'm in it on mini. Uh, Kings Oilers rematch from last season. Um, I think the Oilers were the higher seed last year, right? But they're they were one seed last year. Am I making that up, or are they two seed? I think there were two. It was a two seed. Uh, anyways, flipped Kings the highest seed now. Number two, pretty impressive season quietly for LA. Um, granted, still a pretty weak division, but where do you see that yeah. one going? I mean, I'm a fan of series just taking turns every other year if they're going to repeat at all, especially in this format. So the Bruins and Leafs. <clears throat> well, you know, last time around, anyway. <laughs> Again, I thought like this would probably be the least turn, and then they didn't win. Uh, which suddenly everyone's just like, "Well, you lost all credibility." But hey, I did it with the Carolina series the last couple of times the Bruins and Hurricanes have played. It's like, hey, you know what? Twenty nineteen happened. Twenty twenty happened. Twenty twenty two. It's probably just not going to be Boston's way. And what do you know? Uh, once again, I'm right in my analysis. So Edmonton <laughs> and LA. I mean, as a fan, I want the Kings to win because. I think they're just fun to watch. Uh, and that's nothing against Carl McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl because they're two of the best players to watch, period. But who else do the Oilers have these days? Matthias Eckholm, I like him. That's about I mean, it. I mean, I learned today that Ryan Nugent Hopkins could put up a 100-point season, which don't know where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Turns out he was a first overall pick. Yeah. Yeah, no. Obviously, he's been really good. Um, I think that one is just like, okay, can the Edmonton Connor McDavid's, you know, outscore the Kings? <laughs> and the reason I have to believe that, besides, you know, McDavid putting up 12,000 points, is the Kings starting goalie. I mean, they have Corpusalo in there. Not too bad, and he's been pretty good since the trade, but playoff tested no not really yeah. they can just tighten um, up defensively yeah Buckle down. I, like the kings i mean i i really like the kings don't get me wrong i think they're a very well-rounded team 
I just see McDavid going sicko mode and putting 20 past Corpusalo to single-handedly win the series. But I think that's going to be, you know, probably go seven games. Love it. Yeah, that should be a good series. Um, I'm going to go Oilers too, but I think I think of game seven overtime, McDavid, of course. Um, <laughs> last one, Stars versus Avs. Mighty Colorado. Yeah, I mean, people are kind of sleeping on Colorado, which sounds really, really weird to say. Yeah. But because of the injuries, they just weren't in the conversation most of the year. And they look to be back to their old ways. And they don't even have Gabriel Landeskog back yet. And, right. Right. But who knows with that. Um, and Georgia have also been really good for them. Really good for them. However, hot take. I'm going with the Stars. Stars have been so good all year. It's one of those things where the defending champs, like, yes, they're, they're finally kind of getting back to their old ways. I just don't see them being ready I guess if that makes any sense for the playoffs and you know, the stars have just been so, so good all year. I think it's going to be a sneaky upset, um, but you know, they'll probably prove me wrong anyway, because it's the abs and they're so good. The answer to is Connor Hellebuck. The new Jonathan quick is actually Jake Ottinger because <laughs> Jake Ottinger is, is good in the regular season and he's even better in the playoffs. So that could be something that really disrupts Colorado's run to repeat but uh, Miko Rantanen on pace for 50 goals. And that hasn't happened in quite some time in Avalanche territory. And uh, what was it? Milan Hayduk was one of the most recent ones. I don't remember if Sakic did it since Hayduk did it. But, um, you know, I love the Avs dearly, but I, I don't know. Can they get out of the second round this year? Might be, might be a bit of a struggle. And that's, that's fine. I'm fine if you want to win... You know, two out of three years, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Something, that. something in a song about two out of three ain't bad is is out there. Feel free to plug it if you feel like it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. I guess we'll save our listener questions for next episode, including Sean's. <laughs> rapid fire. Rapid fire. Uh, the answer is yes to all of them. Yes. <laughs> not all of them were yes to no questions, which makes it even more interesting. You got to think it through. <laughs> or, or 42. That's the answer to everything. Thank you guys for joining us. As yeah. always, thanks for having us come back. Let us know, and yeah. just uh, you know, give Chris and Drew shit for not being here. It's always fun. <laughs> I'm texting them as we speak. Beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. We don't really have a thing anymore. We used to sing out, and that got old quick. So <laughs> I don't have much. See you next time. <laughs>